Well, reason for the call today, John, is... Welcome to Internal Use Only. Something just came across my desk, John. It is perhaps the best thing I've seen in the last six months. If you have 60 seconds, I'd like to share the idea with you. Got a minute? A podcast for wholesalers. Always be closing. Always be closing. By wholesalers. Blue Horseshoe loves Anacott Steel. Okay, before we get started, I have one question. Has anyone here passed a Series 7 exam? I have a Series 7 license. Good for you. You can get out. Let's cut to the chase. Here's your host, Dan Sullivan. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Internal Use Only Podcast. My name is Dan Sullivan. I am your host. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining. If you are a recurring listener, it's great to have you back. We usually do interviews for this podcast, but today we have a quick episode that's dedicated to something that I think is applicable for salespeople today that may or may not be overlooked by the financial services community, and that is ChatGPT. In today's episode, we're going to do a very high-level overview of what ChatGPT is. I'll go through three different examples of how I've been using ChatGPT and how you might be able to use it as well, and we'll close out by offering some prompts or suggestions for how you might be able to go around and use it today. This will certainly not be overly technical. While I'm familiar with some of this technology, I am by far an expert For some people tuning in, you might be well, well advanced on what I suggest. If you do have ideas or if you have yourself used this, please reach out. Help share that with the audience. You can do that by emailing us at internalusonlypodcast at gmail.com or by following us on Instagram and sending a direct message. That is internalusonlypodcast. Follow that on Instagram. We'll get some of the prompts also direct to that feed. So you'll be able to see it if you're following the Instagram page. Definitely do that. More to come through the social channels as well. So let's go first dive in. Very, very, very high level. What is ChatGPT? The reason why I want to go over this quickly is because the financial services industry has a massive, massive range of demographics, especially age-wise. Working as a wholesaler, you, you're just as likely to find the up-and-coming 30-year-old something advisor who's understandable or has a good pulse on every single facet of technology as you are to have an advisor email you because they got locked out of their login for something that has nothing to do with your firm or your investment strategies. So we've got boomers not too familiar with technology, and we've got Gen Zers who are very familiar with technology and are probably going to smoke me for what I can or can't tell you about ChatGPT right now. But I digress from the overall point. Those that are not familiar with ChatGPT, it is an artificial intelligence chat box developed by OpenAI, now owned by Microsoft, and it was launched in November 2022. So it was a massive, massive launch with millions and millions of users and people accessing it. If you are a millennial like myself and you are familiar with what used to be the world of instant messaging and AIM, ChatGPT has serious, serious smarter child vibes. So for anyone that grew up with the AIM world uh, and logging into AOL Instant Messenger, smarter child was a similar chat box where you could just type in different things and it would spit back out answers or you could make commands or tell them to give you links. It was 
a fascinating thing to experience as a teenager growing up with the internet. And now we have ChatGPT, which is essentially Smarter Child's evolutionary counterpart that's 55 million times smarter and better. With that, ChatGPT is just an open chat box where you can plug and play so many different things and it's going to spit out information, uh, links, suggested itinerary. The, the use cases for ChatGPT, I don't want to say they're like Google, but if you think about Google giving you something that's a template that you might be able to use, that's what ChatGPT can help out with. So that is a super, super high level overview of what it does. You can access ChatGPT on a web browser. You can access it on your phone. I would probably say the easiest is just to go to uh, Google ChatGPT and it will bring you to an open AI ChatGPT link. Every now and then, the traffic is super high, so you might not be able to access it. But if you really want to get a feel for it or just mess around with it, just Google uh, ChatGPT open AI. You should see a web link, which will allow you to go in and use the use the chat function itself. You might need to be prompted with an email and username, but you can sync it with Google or whatever. So probably recommend doing this from your personal email as opposed to work email. But nonetheless, that's what ChatGPT is. Once you get signed in and get access, it's super easy just to type in some prompts. The site itself, or at least the web page, will suggest different things that you can do. So as you play around with it, you'll get a different feel for what you can and can't do. But let's let's get rid of all of the training or user interface aside. And let's just focus on three practical ways that today's financial sales professional can utilize the software. It's important to note, none of this is going to replace anything, right? Like this is just a really interesting way to throw a prompt or information into this chatbot and get back surprisingly accurate information, well-structured, in a fraction of the time that it would take any of us to potentially do it on our own. So I thought about three ways that I am using it that other financial professionals could also use it as well. So like I said, if you've got suggestions, reach out to us on Instagram or through email. We'd love to hear how you might be using it. But here are the few ways that I am today taking advantage of this particular chatbot. First, prospecting emails. Second, notes and follow-up emails. And third, potentially working with financial advisors. So I'll go through this first one, prospecting emails. One thing that's super unique about ChatGPT is that you can throw in a hypothetical situation and then it will spit out a response and you can tell it how many words you would like that response to be. So for an example, let's say that you are a wholesaler that's out there, and one of your prospects was just announced that they are one of the newly appointed Barron's top 1,000 or top 100. You can go into ChatGPT, and I'm gonna, you might hear this in the audio, you might not, but I'm going to ask ChatGPT to write a congratulatory email to a financial advisor that just got recognized as a Barron's top 100 advisor and ask them if they'd be open to a meeting. Love my text to voice or my, my voice to text there. So now ChatGPT, as I'm reading this, is dropping out an email uh, and it reads back 
This happened in probably four or five seconds. Dear advisor, I want to extend my heartfelt congratulations on being recognized as one of Barron's top 100 financial advisors. This is a tremendous accomplishment and a testament to your hard work, dedication, and expertise in the industry. As someone who has followed your career for some time now, I'm not surprised to see that you've received such a prestigious recognition. Your commitment to your clients and your ability to provide sound financial advice has always impressed me, and I know that this recognition is well-deserved. I would love to take this opportunity to meet with you, learn more about your strategies and insights that led to your achievement. If you're open to it, I'd love to set up a meeting at your convenience. Once again, congratulations on this incredible accomplishment. I look forward to hearing back from you. So that took me about eight seconds to write this prompt and something was spit back to me that was actually pretty, pretty solid. Um, what I would point out that is unique about chat GPT is that it will, you can regenerate or the more that you use chat GPT. So let's say the more I insert some of these frameworks and the more I give it either a thumbs up or a thumbs down on how effective it was, it will continue to either refine that messaging or get smarter. So that was just one example. So all of these things, like I just use one very, very basic one here, which was, let's say you're on LinkedIn and you see an advisor that's a prospect of yours and there's an achievement that pops up, whether it's Barron's or maybe it's, you know, next gen award, or maybe it's, uh, I've been part of whatever round table or, you know, top recognition from my broker dealer. That's something that you could easily toss into here, uh, and get a pretty, <laughs> you would never know that that message was not personalized. And that's what I think is pretty nifty about this chat GPT functionality. So that is just one way prospecting emails, all of this kind of stuff. Like I just used one small example that you can use as the prompt, but what you insert is going to be able to guide you. You could tell it to limit this to 300 words. Um, you could tell it to follow up from a past meeting that we had. Again, play around with it. Log in and use it. You'll get an idea for how easy these things are. And as you're using this on the left-hand side, there's going to be a little like a little bit of a window pane that will help you save things so that they're a little bit more like modulated and you can access them again going forward. So putting a bow on that, prospecting emails, definitely a great way that you can save time and get some messaging out there and then just repeat that as needed. Now, again, caveat, might need to access this on your personal device uh, and repurpose it in some ways. I am not here to decide how you use it, just suggesting some ways that I've thought about using it and have made my life easier with some of my own messaging. A second way that you're able to use ChatGPT to your advantage as a salesperson is summarizing your notes from meetings. So this one is really great because obviously as sales professionals, we are always on alert for taking notes, whether that is during a meeting where we're just trying to make sure we remember what our clients or prospects are talking about, whether we are in, let's say, maybe a home office session, getting updates from either the portfolio manager or anyone else that you might deal with regarding an investment strategy. Maybe you're out on the town or just traveling at a conference or event, you meet somebody and you want to just remember or document what they said and maybe send them a follow-up email afterwards. ChatGPT is awesome because you can take rough notes. You can paste them into the ChatGPT website or web page. I keep saying website as if this is like Yahoo into the chat box and you can tell it what to do with those notes in a summary version. So you could say, for example, you paste in your rough notes from, let's say you're at a happy hour at a, a networking event and you, you told that prospect you would reconnect with them and schedule a meeting afterwards. 
you can jot your rough notes or enter them in, and then you can prompt ChatGPT to say, please summarize my notes in 150 words or less. Also, please express my interest in reconnecting and find a time to schedule that meeting in the next six days. ChatGPT will spit out a follow-up email in less than seconds. I'll show that example to anyone that wants to reach out or follow me on Instagram. I'll make that available to you. I don't want to do that live now because I don't have rough notes to copy and paste into ChatGPT as I'm editing this and recording this solo today. But that's a super easy example and one that I have used, especially as conference season pops up. It basically takes away my ability to, my need, I would say, to sift through all of my notes and then write that follow-up email. I know how, I know how like lazy that sounds, but this is like the perfect example of how something like this is useful. Caveat again, you'll hear me say caveat a million times, probably the word of the day. Not everything is going to be perfect when ChatGPT gets it back to you, but I find that the minor modifications that I might need is so easy to manage relative to the brain power or time that I might need to spend to actually go through so many different notes and get them into like a short brief email. That's a scheduling request following a meeting that I had in person at like, let's say a conference, happy hour, whatever it was. So notes and follow-up emails, very, very applicable. I can also see this being super relevant for internals that are working from a home office that might want to summarize meeting notes, whether maybe they were on the road themselves or they were with their externals. Maybe they attend a, a local conference or event where there was something relevant or applicable to the firm. Maybe it was just an internal learning session that they want to codify or document some of those notes and then send out to like the broader sales desk. A lot of application there for some of that note summarization. Last but not least, I'm not going to be the expert on this. I would highly suggest that you just Google chat GPT for financial advisors. But the third and last thing that I want to cover is as a wholesaler, just showing some of this to your financial advisors or even prospects. Like, don't be afraid to say, hey, like, let's play around with how ChatGPT might be interesting for you. If you were to Google what I just said, like ChatGPT for financial advisors, you'll find a ton of different articles. The reason why I think it's useful or valuable to the wholesaler audience mostly is because there's a lot of sales and business development ideas, specifically like for advisors. Uh, interestingly enough, market commentary is quite accurate in chat GPT. Um, it's really accurate and oddly accurate. So if you ever want to just play around with that, I'll, I'll give this an example like a little bit later and, and show you what the result was. But you can really do a good job of just automating like things that maybe would otherwise take an advisor time to write, like economic outlook, or even just general like sales and prospecting emails. Those are so easy to make through chat GPT. I'm not going to list them out now. All I'm saying is for someone, for you being resourceful or maybe having an interesting angle with advisors that you work with, I wouldn't be afraid to just say like, hey, like, how would you envision using ChatGPT? It doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't be formal. I'm saying if you can ever in a meeting or something, just like share those examples, I would see that potentially being super valuable, if nothing else, interesting. Um, had a couple of in-person meetings over the last few weeks. It's something that's timely, topical. And for anyone that hasn't explored it, Maybe they might be intimidated at like what it actually is or confused by it. But in practice, it's a super efficient, effective tool that financial advisors can take advantage of. I'll link some good ones in the show notes too, in case anyone wants to check them out. 
my last thing that I want to share here, just because I, I'm, I'm rambling, this is super odd for me. I'm used to doing interviews. Here's the prompt we're going to give to ChatGPT. Write a 400-word market commentary explaining why your S&P 500 mutual fund underperformed the benchmark last quarter. Again, I'm typing as we do this. And now ChatGPT is spitting this back out. 400 words takes a, a little bit longer, I suppose, than I would have thought. But here we go. We are done. Here's what it says. This is hilarious. You can, just, can you just picture, you know how long it takes for compliance and marketing to get materials out? And ChatGPT just spit something back out in like eight seconds. But of course, it's not written by a human being or anyone involved in the portfolio. But that's not why we're here to talk about this. We're just here to talk about what is and what could be. So this prompt, when, when asked to write a 400-word market commentary explaining why your S&P 500 mutual fund underperformed the benchmark last quarter, here's what the response was. Over the last quarter, our S&P 500 mutual fund has underperformed the benchmark, which has understandably caused concern among our investors. While we acknowledge that this is not the outcome we strive for, it is important to understand the factors that have contributed to this underperformance. First and foremost, it is crucial to note that the S&P 500 index is comprised of some of the largest and most dominant companies in the U.S. market, which can make it a challenge for mutual funds to outperform consistently. While our fund is designed to track the performance of the index as closely as possible, it is not a perfect match and can experience tracking errors due to the factors such as fees, expenses, market volatility, liquidity, and other constraints. Outside of the structural factors, We've faced some specific challenges in the portfolio over the last quarter. One factor was the rotation in the market leadership from growth to value stocks. Our fund had historically more heavily weighted towards growth stocks, which have performed exceptionally well over the last few years. However, recent shifts towards value stocks have caused a drag in our performance as these stocks have not performed strongly. There's a little bit more in here, but I don't even need to go through it fully because no one wants to just hear me read it. But Imagine what this could have spit out if it had, let's say, details from your own firm's fact sheet or just any anecdotes about overweights or underweights. Um, so I'm pretty curious about some of this stuff, like less, less because it's going to change the world or change the job as any of us know it. Uh, certainly not here to say that. But I just think that it's pretty, it's crazy accurate for something that uh, I normally wouldn't think would be captured well, which is markets and financial information. And that's a wrap on the three practical ways to use chat GPT if you're a sales professional, particularly in finance. I would say if you liked the episode, let me know, or better yet, provide some feedback. Was there anything that I missed or are there any ways that you're using this? Any ways that your firm is talking about using this? Any way that advisors out there are talking about using chat GPT? Let me know as I like to, I like to think about how these tools can be useful, especially for those that are in the business development roles out there. So, uh, Thank you for listening. If you've made it this long in the episode, I greatly appreciate that. Normally, they're interviews, so this was way, way, way too long to be at a mic by myself. But given the timeliness and the relevance of this tool, I did think it would be pretty fun. So again, thank you very much for tuning in, everyone. We have some great episodes coming up. I mentioned this on the front end. If you like what we're doing, check us out on Instagram. Give us a follow, internal use only podcast, or Send your thoughts and feedback for episodes, for guests, for topics. 
to internaluseonlypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at internaluseonlypodcast or email us at internalusonlypodcast at gmail.com.